0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. We've got a 2-2 series out in Phoenix, a 2-2 series headed back to Boston, and a 2-2 series tipping off in Miami. BetOnline has you covered for all the basketball action here tonight. Use the promo code Believe. BLEAV to get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up using the link in the description to this episode. Bet Online, where the game starts. Good. On the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it's a podcast. Welcome in, everybody. It is May 10th, according to my count. It may not be that according to your count. We appreciate you stopping in, however and whenever it is, you may be listening. I guess I just realized this is technically live because we're available on YouTube for this first segment. So what's up, everybody? Hope you're enjoying the show. We got Morgan from Australia joining the podcast here today. We're going to talk about the fact that Al Horford had 16 points in the fourth quarter and Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum looking like a superstar and the Boston Celtics winning game four. So we'll talk about that. I'm super infatuated by the Philadelphia and Miami series. It's very fun. I've enjoyed it so far. We'll get to all of that coming up in a little bit I want to start off with an A-Block topic here today, and it's an A-Block topic that was involved in a quote-unquote Friday news dump, and I would have talked about it first thing on Monday if not for our podcast with Bob Nightingale of USA Today talking about Trevor Bauer, which also has to do with uh, misconduct of players and possible sexual crimes being committed. So... There was a news dump Friday that involves the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders of Mark Davis nepotism and uh, what I like to call the worst-run NFL franchise of the past 20 years. And this can be objectively proven that the Raiders are the worst-run franchise in the NFL. Now, Dan Snyder is the worst owner in the NFL, and the Washington football team is now being investigated by... Well, they were already investigated by the NFL. They're being investigated by Congress, and they're being investigated by the Federal Trade Commission for possible fraud. So we're talking about just mismanagement of one of the NFL's dynastic organizations in the Washington racial slurs. And in the case of the Raiders, we can objectively prove that the Las Vegas Raiders, previously the Oakland Raiders, have been the worst-run organization in football over the past 20 years because the Raiders had the longest consecutive playoff drought, non-Cleveland Browns category up until 2016 when they made the playoffs for the first time in 14 years, immediately proceeded to hire John Gruden for $10 million a year, trade Khalil Mack, trade Amari Cooper, get a whole bunch of draft picks, which I think the the Sloan Analytics Conference gave them the award for for transaction of the year in trading Khalil Mack for two first round picks and swapping a second rounder. They got, the, they got an award for that. And the Raiders ended up proceeding to, to blow all of their draft picks, even the one for the tanking season, where I talked about how when the Jets traded Jamal Adams, the best asset they got in return was Zach Wilson because trading Jamal Adams set them up to be bad enough in a full-scale tank to get Zach Wilson and the Jaguars trading Jalen Ramsey turned into Travis Etienne and Clavon Chason, which is one of the worst trades in the history of the NFL, unless you take into account the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars also got Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick by virtue of just giving away Jalen Ramsey for free. They just they just gave away Jalen Ramsey. It's going to go down as one of the worst trades in the history of the NFL, and They did get; they were bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence, and that can turn their fortunes, et cetera, et cetera. So the Raiders traded Khalil Mack, wasted all the draft picks they got for Khalil Mack. One of them turned into Josh Jacobs. So I guess that turned out okay. It was a Pro Bowl. um, It was a Pro Bowl running back in the first round. They they spent the four pick on Cleland Furl. They drafted Jonathan Abram. They drafted Alex Leatherwood. They they wasted all of their draft picks for the the Khalil Mack trade and the Mark Cooper trade in the teardown and lo and behold John Gruden's a bigot and we're gonna fire him and uh, forget everything that ever happened and yeah the Raiders are the Raiders went from being an incompetent organization for the 2000 uh the 2000s under Al Davis where they're like always at the top of the NFL draft and drafting Jamarcus Russell over Calvin Johnson uh you know the two thousand. Um, Let's say 2002 to the line of demarcation of Al Davis's death in 2011, just mired with incompetence. Al Davis's vision of the NFL, of turning it into a corporation with the assistance of Jerry Jones, finally comes into fruition. In his old age, he makes a lot of poor decisions in evaluating the football team, and you could argue the game passes him by. And all the same arguments you can make about Jerry Jones, same thing happened to Al Davis on a more grandiose level with the Raiders, because at least Al Davis was, <laughs> or at least Jerry Jones drafts a Pro Bowl or a Hall of Famer every now and then. Uh, Al Davis drafted Jamarcus Russell over Calvin Johnson. So, at, by the way, Lane Kiffin says that it was Al Davis's choice. He would have picked Calvin Johnson. It was Al Davis's behest that led to Jamarcus Russell getting taken first overall in what will go down as maybe the worst draft pick in the history of the NFL. So, Raiders mess every— th- So, from 2012, when Mark Davis takes over, until just now, like 2021, 2022— The Raiders are just defined by being the team I say, whenever you think they're good, they are not. They're not as incompetent as the Chargers were between 2014 and 2016 when they were rebuilding. And they weren't as incompetent as the Denver Broncos, who are just, uh, have no owner. John Elway is basically running the entire Denver Broncos organization. So, the Raiders are bad, they're just not a clusterfuck. So now they go from being a clusterfuck for 10 years to being just bad, for 10 years. And they have two playoff appearances mixed in there because if you stay in the middle long enough, eventually you'll get the good breaks to make the playoffs. Like last year where they were the 5 seed just because the Colts lost that game against the Jaguars and because the Chargers refused to tie at the end of the game. So, yeah, the Raiders will sometimes sneak into the playoffs and just get destroyed by the Bengals or destroyed by Brock Osweiler with Connor Cook playing quarterback. Sometimes they'll sneak into the playoffs and, and... two playoff appearances in 10 years, no victories, not, you know, the game has totally passed the Raiders by. So the Raiders president was recently hired in 2021. And this president was the person who um, had been, I'm sorry, I forgot what the name of the guy was now. So I, I keep referring to him as Raiders president. And it's probably good to, to have the name of the Raider president. So the Raiders, former team or the team president who was hired in 2021, ends up getting fired on Friday or sorry, fired on Thursday. And the Raiders just release a statement that's like, hey, this person has been fired and uh, his name is Dan Ventrell, by the way, just to qual- to pick up the, the name there. Dan Ventrell. He'd been working with the Raiders in different aspects since 2003. And Dan Ventrell gets fired after about like 10 months as team president and is part of the the organization along with Mark Davis in firing Mike Mayock and bringing in the new head coach, McDaniels. He gets fired impromptu after the draft. And then on late Thursday, or on Friday morning, but it was sent in on Thursday, we get him sending texts that, quote, today, Mark Davis terminated my employment as president of the Las Vegas Raiders. I have committed almost 18 years of my life to the success of the Raiders as general counsel and president. I take that responsibility very seriously, which is why multiple written complaints From employees that Mark created a hostile Mark Davis created a a hostile work environment and engaged in other potential misconduct caused me grave concern. When Mark was confronted about these issues, he was dismissive and did not demonstrate the warranted level of concern. Given this, I informed the NFL of these issues and of Mark's unacceptable response. Soon thereafter, I was fired in retaliation for raising these concerns. I firmly stand by my decision to elevate these issues to protect the organization and its female employees. I remain committed to doing everything in my power to support the Raiders and Las Vegas community I now call home. I have retained counsel and will have no further comment at this time. So he's going to go through the wrongful termination lawsuit because he raised concerns about workplace misconduct and... The Raiders, apparently Mark Davis specifically, didn't take appropriate action to address it and would appear to be dismissive. And when he reported it to the NFL, the NFL brought it to Mark Davis's attention. Mark Davis decided to fire him. And I assume the legal side of this will be that Mark Davis ends up making this go away by paying to make it go away. It's just really interesting to watch it play out because it's something that could garner attention if there's proof behind it. And at the very least, it will lead to national reporting going in and trying to figure out what kind of details this means. Because this is similar to how workplaces of billionaires happen to be hostile because they set bad precedent in a lot of these cases mark cuban got the largest fine of any owner in the history of the nba until dan snyder got the largest fine of any team owner in all of north american professional sports for similar workplace misconduct situations and having it be a second generation owner with a team that was previously one of the dynastic teams of the NFL that has since been kind of ran into the ground, not just by him, but also by his father, and someone that's already viewed as a little bit of a quack. It doesn't necessarily surprise me, but we shouldn't be cynical about the fact that this is the case because... If we ha- if we raise concern about this situation, ultimately it will change the behaviors within these organizations, and like we talked about yesterday with Trevor Bauer, it will raise a broader societal conversation around these types of issues and around the way women are treated in the workplace, or what happens when women bring forward complaints, especially to higher ups who are actu- who, you know who appear again. I'm not a hundred percent sure where um, Dan Ventrell is it necessarily coming from or if this is part of a legal counsel but someone who appeared to be an ally for these people and was willing to stand on the principle of I would rather lose my job possibly I mean I don't think he anticipated being retaliated with a firing I would rather do my job than work in a job where this type of behavior is acceptable and I'm not doing this to kind of praise Dan Ventrell in like putting him on a pedestal because it's doing the right thing, which requires a level of leadership that should be exhibited within corporations and within, you know, leadership positions. And at the same time, it's remarkable because we don't see things like this and we don't see um, people pushing back against power structures. And so it's really interesting to see how this plays out. And I really hope that we get details either from Las Vegas, um, the Las Vegas Courier, I think, was the, the newspaper, Courier Journal. I forgot how you pronounce it, but um, the LVCJ was um, the newspaper that um, put forward uh, the statement from Dan Ventrell. Maybe they'll do some of the reporting. Maybe you get someone with a national connection going in and doing the reporting around this story it'll be really interesting to see once details come out about what this is because now we're aware of it and now there there is actual proof to the fact that like dozens of people within the Raiders organization have left in the past year or so I think going back even as far as to 2020 because of similar types of concerns not necessarily being fired but just straight up resigning there was a mass resignation even uh, weeks before this Dan Ventrell firing. So this is kind of like the first step along the way. And hopefully reporting comes out soon to keep this this conversation going so we can have more talks about workplace misconduct, especially in another NFL corporation. Because remember, each of the 32 NFL teams essentially operate like corporations to some extent. And so it'll be good that this story is still present in the news cycle with reporting behind it that will bring more people into this news story it's kind of like a pin dropping on a national level because we'd heard little things about this person resigns from the Raiders this person resigns from the Raiders John Gruden is a bigot and is leaving without ever telling his team and just disappears and settles with the NFL like I imagine Dan Ventrell will settle with the NFL Hopefully these details start to come to light similar to what the Washington Post did with Dan Snyder so that we can know about some of the, you know, speak truth to power, hold powerful people accountable, especially in the NFL when they've created a system, when the owners have created a system that prevents accountability except for the most egregious of offenses that really start to impact the bottom line and as customers you can speak truth to power by holding your dollars accountable although you might need more reporting to kind of swing that in a way that actually creates real meaningful change and also i always like to complain that the washington commanders dropped new jerseys and all of a sudden five highest selling jerseys on nfl.com so at a certain point gotta speak your truth to power and that will start with journalism that starts digging further into this really interesting story with the las vegas raiders so we'll have more on that if there are new developments coming up in the meantime let us converse with morgan from australia and to do that and get us set for nba talk i would like to discuss a fun little song that i discovered after the 76ers won their uh Their game four, which was really fun against Miami. I'll throw some stats in your face when we talk to Morgan from Australia. And one of the things that was interesting was I didn't know the Philadelphia 76ers had their own 1970s anthem song and we love the 1970s anthems here you hear me play the Miami Dolphins one all the time and San Francisco Giants and the San Diego Superchargers oh, I love 70s anthems and apparently the 76ers have one too so to lead into our NBA conversation with our friend Morgan from Australia enjoy the 76ers fight song which is apparently called here we come 76ers <laughs> How are you? Pretty good. Pretty nice, good today. Nice nice black Celtics beanie. Very nice.
0: Thank you. I thought I should represent somehow.
1: You know, when we're doing all the analysis in the series uh, of playoff series, I hear people talk about all the time about how, you know, having... Kevin Durant can get you a game, or having John ja Morant can get well. I guess the Memphis uh, this doesn't is what have
0: I was John looking Morant forward to anymore. the most. I was yeah. still
1: looking forward uh, to the Al Horford game. Apparently, Al Horford can get you a game.
0: <laughs> oh, 35 years old, and we got the Al Horford game.
1: Al okay. Horford scored 16 points in seven minutes of the fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> Halfway through Al Horford's Reign of Terror. Kyle and I were talking, and it's like just kept getting worse and worse, (laughs) but like better. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no better. It's absolutely better. If I were a Celtics hater, like everyone's painting me out to be, I'd say worse. But no, it just kept getting better and better and better. Because it's like, oh, my gosh, he hits a three. Oh, my gosh, he whams on Giannis. Oh, my gosh, he hits another corner three. Oh, my gosh, he hits an and one falling down after Marcus Smart and Giannis are flailing on the floor on the other end.
0: (laughs) But like gets past Giannis, yams on him, elbows him in the face. What?
1: <sighs> I was not prepared for cocky Al Horford either. Cocky Al Horford was not something I knew existed. I'm absolutely
0: here for Al Horford in all forms. There's not a form of Al Horford I don't love.
1: <laughs> I know Al Horford's going to be the fun story about all of this, but Jason Tatum did the thing,
0: he did the damn thing. He did the damn thing. He was, he was the man, but Al Horford, like, outshot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, for people who don't know what the thing is also like, it, it comes in different names. Some people say it's the, when you need to get a bucket, you get a bucket. Some people call it clutch. Some people call it superstar gene. It's the thing. And Jason Tatum did the thing where he's like, in contested shot, up seven, boom, dagger, game over. You have no chance of coming back. Falling yeah. to the ground, f- just th- throws up a, a fart shot and just goes Absolute in. Absolute
0: floater off the glass. In. <laughs> yeah. Like never gets the foul on that. Never, ever gets the foul on that, <laughs> like, on that drive-throw. But, 43 points. In.
1: 43 points as a team in the fourth quarter. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, you haven't been on the podcast since the series started. We, we were busy talking about Celtics and nets the last time you were on, but this supersedes how amazing the end of game three was now. Cause the end of game three was 199 Giannis does the thing drew holiday one-on-one with Tatum loses the ball. Somehow no one goes to corral the basketball. It's just, it's just in the middle of the floor. One point game, massive swing. No one's near the ball, just picks it up, floats it in. And the Bucks win, and now we get the Celtics coming back with forty-three points in the fourth quarter, and the series goes back to Boston. Going back to Boston,
0: back to the Garden. How the beautiful! Garden.
1: How beautiful! The Garden. We also technically we can do a watch party for the uh, for the Grizzlies and uh, Warriors game. Now uh, it is the second quarter, and it is twenty-four to twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad That's on face for both teams yeah, to score yeah. in the 80s 24 to 22
0: The Celtics scored how many in the last quarter? 40
1: uh, That would be 43 That would be uh, just less than the combined score of Memphis and Golden State in the first quarter
0: Yeah And Kyle's internet has died again.
1: I'm still here I'm still here Not dead yet Oh, now I'm dying, though. Now I'm dead, unfortunately. Let me let's go to the hotspot. OK. OK, I'm alive. Not dead yet. Yes, not dead yet. Let's see. Um Combined to score 44 points in the first quarter, Memphis and Golden State did, and uh, Boston scored 43 in the fourth quarter by themselves. Yeah. That Uh, was
0: a good game. That was a good game to watch.
1: It was really fun. By the way, would you like to know, as we're recording this, what the current three-point shooting numbers between the Memphis Grizzlies and Golden State Warriors is? Sure. They are combined two for 25 from the three-point line.
0: (laughs) literally throwing up bricks
1: <laughs> the warriors are 0 for 7 I'm sorry 0 for 11 they're 0 for 11 from 3 wow wow, wow. brick city brick city written grind city yeah wow. it'll get it'll get better i assume right you're right that was you, see, a- you, you need to have oh. the exhale after
0: sex <laughs> if if the <if laughs> celtic's bucks was sex it's just a cigarette afterwards
1: No, the the equivalent of the cigarette afterwards is just turning your head and just sitting next to you is Al Horford.
0: (laughs) 35 year old Al Horford.
1: My man. Al Horford just cucking you in the corner. (laughs) Oh.
0: Giannis needs to, like, I don't know, stop flailing on the ground like a fish
1: let's not do that let's not do that
0: let's not kick marcus smart when marcus smart tries to help him up that was so lame
1: oh let's push over jalen brown and jalen anti-vaxxer jalen brown's gonna get angry at him because he touched his shoulder and he missed a dunk don't touch me
0: don't patronize him leave him alone
1: (laughs) don't don't patronize jalen brown he's just doing his best
0: and, and you know what? His best was enough today.
1: Fuck He's up, doing John. his best to be anti-vax. Drew Holiday. Oh whatever. <laughs> Drew Holiday, I think is shooting like thirty-two percent in the series. Once we get to Miami and Philadelphia, I can throw some stats in your face. But Jay, Ruth. we'll get to that oh, later. what are you gonna do with it? Well, I've got some stats to throw in your face, and what you gonna All do? Right, with
0: well. I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm here for the Philadelphia, fuck your mask. <laughs> We're done series. talking
1: about the Al Horford cigarette. <laughs> Al Horford is the cigarette
0: afterwards. <laughs> Al, Al Horford is the cigarette after sex. Yeah. Um, no, I'm 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 here for the fuck your mask series.
1: Tell yes. me all. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about heat and 76ers cuz as as fun as miami and Bo- or milwaukee and boston has been cuz that that series has been awesome. Game 1 was awesome, game 3 was awesome, game 4 was awesome. Game 2 not so much, but good news is i didn't watch game 2. Game 1, game 3, game 4 awesome. Miami Philadelphia is my favorite of the four series. And it's really close cuz there's like three really awesome series and then warriors and Anastasia. grizzlies. Yeah. Warriors Grizzlies is the stinker, but if we're going to split the three at the top, I think heat and Sixers, it does it for me. That's not to, not to dismiss the fact that Luca might single-handedly carry the Dallas Mavericks over the number one seed that won 67 games because Luca might be having a, uh, Oh seven LeBron or 2012 Kevin Durant type of run in the playoffs this year. But anyways, doing the thing. Luca's doing the thing all the time which is really weird like Dallas Dallas's problem is just they they've got Luca and they just don't they just haven't done shit around him I, I will say though Bertans and Dinwiddie for Porzingis turns out to be pretty good move I thought that was just a salary dump actually worked out pretty well but Heat and Sixers is my favorite series and I still think Miami's going to win cuz uh Amin El Hassan taught me don't ever switch your pick mid series because then you just get more of a chance to be wrong. Um, I'm still gonna, I still think Miami's gonna win, but here are some of the stats in games three and four. Here's stats in your face. I don't have music for it, but what you gonna do with it? With it, um, mean median mode. Uh, no one understands what we're doing right now, but that's okay. I love Haberstro. Okay,
0: here I am on mute as I say regression to the main
1: <laughs> regression to the mean Miami heat in games three and four shot 17% from the three-point line in those two games combined Tyler hero who is traditionally a 38% three-point shooter is shooting 28% from the three-point line in the series as a whole Max Struess in game four had three points and five fouls. That's not really an advanced stat. I'd just like to point out. It's really funny that he had five fouls and three points. Um, yeah, Kyle Lowry.
0: Man coming off. Yes.
1: There. Uh Max Struce. Basically, Max Struess replaced Duncan Robinson, too. By the way, I really hope Duncan Robinson gets traded to the Kings. I I want Duncan Robinson to just be sent to the purgatory of Sacramento. Um, It would be a perfect he's a perfect Sacramento King. Just he'd be the third best player on the team. We'd lose like 55 games. It'd be really fun. Um, But anyways, Max Struce like replaced Duncan Robinson. So we don't even get the Duncan Robinson game in this series. They get one Duncan Robinson game. I don't know why they're not using it. Maybe they're they're saving it in the chamber for later. But mm-hmm. if you don't play him, how do you know if the Duncan Robinson game is going to happen? Uh, also, Kyle Lowry in the two games that he's played, which he missed game one and game two, and is clearly just hobbled as a thirty-seven-year-old shell of his former self. Six points in two games. That's six points total in two games played and bam Adebayo in the last two games is shooting seven for 17, which is not terrible as a percentage it's below average. The shocker is that he's only taken 17 shots in the last out two the games.
0: Bayou. Bam, bam out, out of the, of the bayou.
1: bayou. Those are some stats in your face. Also James wow. Harden hit six threes in game four. I would just like to point out James Harden is not washed. He is still an all-star. He could do with a wash. He could do with a wash. Mm-hmm. Didn't well
0: I- I'm glad the series is still alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I-, I think the last thing that the Bucks or the Celtics need is to face a fresh whoever <laughs> coming <laughs> off what is going to be an absolute war of attrition. That is the series that we're in at the moment, because every time I look at the screen, there are bodies on the ground. Like this is <laughs> the, that, that's, this, that's the fuck your mask series. And this is like the bodies and on the ground series. Like every time you look up, it's four on four because there are two people just laying down.
1: Both those every games tomorrow are going to be time. must watch. You got game five, 76ers heat game five Mavericks Suns. sons. Oh, it's going to be so good.
0: The playoffs are really
1: good. I know it's really good. Well, not not Grizzlies Warriors. Grizzlies Warriors is just sad and makes everyone yell on NBA Twitter. But the other three are really good right now.
0: Yeah. So look what happens. We don't need LeBron.
1: No, we don't. But I was yelling that last year. Like I was yelling, appreciate Giannis from the from the rooftops. Of like this guy is doing the LeBron.
0: Yeah, this is boring.
1: You're so terrible. You are. You are a. You are a terrible person. This this man for four years has been Miami Heat, Cleveland Cavalier, first time LeBron James. Like this, this guy for four years has been like one of the greatest basketball players of my lifetime, and we just like nah, we're good. Boring. So ridiculous! You're all so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> but look, look how fun it is when Al Horford gets a game. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sometime he's gonna get beat by Al Horford. So what? That's it's gonna happen. That's much okay. More fun. Not everyone. Not everyone can do it every single game. Not even LeBron James could do that.
0: Not Except even Al against... Horford.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you're gonna have an Al. LeBron James had Victor Oladipo and Boyan Bogdanovich once upon a time. It'll happen.
0: Well, that's boring. Anyway, I think <laughs> I like this new crop of youngsters
1: youngsters well i was
0: gonna they're not that young but like the new crop of stars that
1: i was gonna say which ones are the youngsters for you
0: well obviously jason tatum because he's only 19.
1: yeah jason tatum of course i really hope he does become like the Kawhi leonard of his generation because it would fit so perfectly in the model that i've created of generations only last five years because Kawhi was a tweener and Jason Tatum doesn't quite fit into either generation, so it'd be perfect if he just well, like
0: fit into his generation. That's because, because he... <laughs> he's the only one from his draft that was any good.
1: This is this is also true. That was there really no one else? <laughs> de- oh,
0: down to get Jason. Can we just talk about how we traded down to get Jason Tatum?
1: Oh, God, the process was so close. The process was going to be the next evolution oh. of like. You know how like OKC drafted like Durant and Westbrook and Harden like in three years Mm -hmm. in a row? The process was going to be the next evolution of that. All they had to do was just draft Jason Tatum like the front office was yelling at Colangelo to do and draft Porzingis over Jaleel Okafor. And you're good. That's all you needed to do. And it would have been been magical
0: to get Jason Tatum.
1: (laughs) What did they end up doing with that draft pick that they got from Philadelphia? Do you remember? No, it'd be really funny no, if it like turned into like Romeo Lang or no. Who's a good draft pick you had? Romeo Langford's one of the shitty ones.
0: Let's see. Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: let's find out what happened to that draft pick. Maybe hmm. it's I,
0: um the Time Lord.
1: Perhaps I'm assuming it's going to be like a couple years after the fact, but I could be wrong. Let's see. Oh, uh, it did become Romeo Langford. Darn. It was one of the it was but it was a bogus pick, unfortunately. A bogus uh, pick. Yeah, I know. I know I am. Oh wait, <laughs> traded. Oh. Oh, that sucks even more. Is that you ended up using that? Oh wait, never mind. Wait, traded to oh, never mind. I was wrong. So it looks like that draft pick turned into so it was Philadelphia's 2019 pick which then Boston drafted Ty Jerome and then immediately traded Ty Jerome to the, the Phoenix Suns. So whatever you got for Ty Jerome, I guess. Uh, I, I'm not going to keep going further to figure out no, what that trade stop. was. Let's stop let's... there. Ty Jerome's still somewhere, I think. Is he, is he on OKC? I think I saw him on OKC. No, no, where's Mark
0: Kyle uh,
1: He's still hanging around Orlando putting up 12 points a game. Uh, let's see. Ty Jerome is on OKC. Nice. By the way, I love. Um, someone was saying relegate OKC because OKC just put Al Horford on the bench for two seasons and just didn't play him. <laughs> it's just like they sent him to Cancun for like two seasons and then he came back and just put up thirty-one points in a playoff game. He monstered
0: Giannis today. Monstered.
1: It's so stupid. It's so fun and so stupid at the same time. I just that hate the people. Fun. Let us enjoy this. This is the problem with people. Okay. Don't take things too far. Just let us let us laugh at Al Horford, but don't make this an indictment of Giannis. Don't take this too far. Let us just enjoy this. Um, I'm not laughing at Al Horford. I'm celebrating him. Yeah, I know. It's not you. It's other people who I know are going to mess this up for all of us. Oh, instead of just laughing just at
0: this. take it all so seriously, Kyle. Let us just I have a little laugh at Giannis because I... he got defeated by a very old man.
1: Fine. Wah, wah, wah. We, let's laugh at that. By the way, you said the terrible draft class of 2017. Um, you're correct. The top of the draft, really, really bad. You're correct. Um, this is also a draft class that includes Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, and Jared Allen.
0: Yeah, but the, I meant like the, the top end was terrible. Yes, you are like correct. was one good pick.
1: Let's, let's go through this real quick. So we have number one, of course, the beloved Markel Fultz. <laughs> number two, Lonzo Ball. Who the Lakers fans, I still say, would have burned down the Staples Center if they hadn't picked him. Three, Jason Tatum. Four, mm-hmm. Josh Jackson, five, De'Aaron Fox, solid player. Apparently he makes more money than I think like all but four to six NBA players in the league right now. I think that's a real thing. I might be wrong. I think he makes like more than like, maybe it's like 10 people, but he's like one of the highest paid players in the league. Jonathan Isaac, who I still think hasn't played since tearing his ACL in the bubble, then we have Larry Markinen, Frank Ntilikina, although Steph Curry calls him something else. Nine, Dennis Smith Jr. Ten, Zach Collins. Eleven, Malik Monk. Twelve, Luke Kennard. We, we,
0: we are still going with my call of it was a bad draft. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's just then you get to the the competent organizations of Donovan Mitchell. Bam out of bio.
0: We're not calling um, the Utah Jazz a competent organization.
1: I think the yeah, Utah no. Jazz deserve it. I think the Utah Jazz deserve to be a competent organization. Like it could be a whole lot worse over the past decade. Like they could have done a lot worse. You're right.
0: You're right. They,
1: they just, Utah Jazz are ju- the Utah Jazz are competent. They just don't have aspirations. Utah Jazz just re- refuse to dream. They just they, mm-hmm. they they don't allow themselves to have They're resting dreams. on their laurels. Yeah. I mean sort of, but it's all about to fall apart in a couple of years and then they'll be at the bottom of the lottery. At least they've it's been the relevant the for kids. a decade. I mean they traded Darren Williams, and that could have sent them to like the purgatory that Minnesota or Sacramento's been in for the last 20 years. And they they've recovered quite nicely.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm still I, not giving you Todd any credit. Sorry.
1: Nor should you. They lost to Jalen Brunson and Terrence Mann and, and Jamal Murray. Jingles. And Jingles, yes. They also set Jingles. But they also got <laughs> two Hart All-Stars.
0: Jingles a, Josh Hart sent Jingles a jersey this week. This
1: is so, good. <laughs> so good.
0: So good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what so... I'm here for. I, I don't care what jingles provides basketball wise banter wise he's fantastic
1: yeah everyone could use a 36 year old coming off a torn acl just to make jokes
0: exactly right just to bring you down a peg when you're Josh a- Hart.
1: <laughs> his teammate by the way his teammate josh hart
0: yeah well he used to do it to, to donovan mitchell too
1: mm-hmm he jingles to to be the voice of reason, the 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 yeah. devil on your shoulder.
0: He's he's the, the that little bit of Australia, that self-deprecating, <laughs> tall poppy syndrome. I'm just going to cut you down a little bit because I think you're getting a little too ahead of yourself. That's what he is. Yeah.
1: And then what That's are you going to we'll do? do? He's just, what is he going to do to back it up? Absolutely nothing. Unless it's just hitting a okay. corner three-pointer, nothing.
0: No, he just, nothing. Just, he doesn't need to back it up because he doesn't. He doesn't put himself. He out just needs to yet. shoot
1: corner three pointers. Correct. No, not going to play defense. Dribble he the ball four times a game. Just he
0: knows he's lane and he stays in it. Exactly. He doesn't. tweet out, should out I great... change my number? <laughs> no.
1: no. Why? <laughs> he's for <laughs> people who don't know. Josh Hart's like, should I change my number? And Joe Ingles is like, no one's buying your jersey anyways. <laughs> It's so good for a sad Portland Trailblazers team. But they'll both be back next year, probably. Good. And the Sixers will get a lottery pick that will probably turn into such nothing. a nice
0: person. I don't care that i I do this every week. Talk about how nice Joey was.
1: That's okay. <laughs> I mean, so everyone has their thing. When our, when our friend Cam comes on, we have to talk about Kevin Durant and Tom Brady obligatorily or the Patriots. Wow. Does It could be the Patriots. And with, with you, it has to be an Australian basketball player. Sometimes it's Jingles. Sometimes it's Patty Mills. Sometimes it's Ben Simmons, just so you can rail mm-hmm. against Ben Simmons. But we got to talk about one Australian basketball player. Hey, the surgery
0: went well, apparently we can talk about liz cambidge
1: bitch we can talk about liz cambidge or we can talk about josh giddy uh, giddy i'm learning australian basketball players right did liz cambidge do and anything liz Cambridge is on the sparks now right
0: liz cambidge is on the sparks where she's more supported than she's ever been before she said um an nice. australian basketball australia were like ah uh, fuck you <laughs> and um, Andrew Broggett, because Liz Cambridge's name got mentioned, Andrew Broggett appeared. It's like when you like say Liz Cambridge's name three times, Andrew Boget appears because <laughs> um, he hates her that much. So he appeared to say, "She said something really much, much more awful than you know." And so now there's going to be another fight on Twitter coming soon. There's <laughs> there's so, such a tension, horse, the both of them. <laughs>
1: Both of them are, both of them are going mm-hmm. back and forth, but Andrew Bogut does. Well, I guess Andrew Bogut has a pretty big platform. I was going to say, I saw Liz Cambridge on that LeBron show one time. I was like, oh damn, step up. But I'm guessing just, you know, because of general misogyny that Andrew Bogut probably has a bigger platform than Liz Cambridge.
0: Drake singing songs about Liz Cambridge.
1: Oh, is this true? I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. Liz Cambridge got a line in a Drake song. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noise. You can update now. The Warriors are two for nineteen from the three-point line. Wow. Headed headed to the points. half. How about that? How about that? Uh, what What were we talking about before we got sidetracked there? Oh, the twenty seventeen draft. That's right. Yeah, Jason Tatum. Pretty good. I mean, best Everything player in stuff. his draft class, no question.
0: Oh well, easily. Um. Yeah. Because we have to touch on all the things that I like in one episode. Uh, the honey badger to the Saints is thrilling.
1: <laughs> it's thrilling for, a, for yes. a 7-10 team to get a star safety
0: yes it is Very to fun. get a hometown guy what should mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew jerseys be in the top 5 jerseys purchased this year
1: in all of the NFL or in yep. all of Saints yep. jerseys <laughs> no,
0: no it'll be the number one Saints jersey by far
1: no Drew Brees is probably still the number one Saints no. jersey
0: the, the pre-order sold out like the crash. The site. The Tyron Matthew pre-order.
1: Wow! How about that? How about hometown that? kid coming home exactly to the, right. the school that literally expelled him.
0: Louisiana, exactly right. Let's forget about what they. Yeah, but they turned on. They turned on LSU for that. Yeah, they sided with him.
1: That was the one thing that they were willing to break mold for.
0: Exactly right. We don't stand for anything, but we stand for this kid.
1: Yeah. We stand for this one kid. And then uh, Bruce Arians was like, he got expelled from school. I got expelled from school. Let's draft him in the third round, even though he's the greatest safety prospect of the last five years. But he fell to the third round. Yeah. Bad. Anyway, that's fun. It's a reason to talk about the Saints. It's not a reason to watch the Saints. He cried in his
0: press conference. He cried. That's cute.
1: Yeah, that's the fun thing about sports is that if you're, if you're not going to compete for a championship, there are other reasons to care. Fuck off,
0: Kyle. I know. I had, to, I had to weave a you joke in about there. how You talk about how this means something to the community. This yeah. kid is from the community, and it means something it, to him. And I'm no, not from yes. anywhere near this community, and I still think it's cute.
1: Yes, I think it's awesome, too. I am very much pro the losers, and I, losers is you're just a, a broad loser. term. I You're am losers. a loser. I'm a proud loser, though.
0: We should have been in the playoffs. In the you should have been in
1: the playoffs. And I still attest the Saints could have done what the 49ers did. The same way the Colts could have done what the Bengals did. They could have done it. I'm not saying they would have, but they they could have. They, they would have played the Bucks in the first playoff game. They beat the Bucks a whole bunch during the season. They would have gotten the snow game in Green Bay. I'm just saying they could have gone to the conference championship game sad yeah but that's okay that's like, score
0: in the dumb game
1: of the dumb game it is a, a 41 to 38 at halftime wow. I, I couldn't even get that out it's so bad um clay thompson is 0 for 6 from the three-point line so far uh steph curry is one for six um the memphis side can you guess who the leading scorer for the memphis grizzlies is there are two options they're tied for the leading score i don't think you're going to get either of them
0: no i could not
1: it is is kyle anderson and (laughs) and that uh, is not a real player kyle anderson is not a real player
0: no that that is that is a a game generated name
1: I, th- I think you are correct. Unfortunately, I have seen many Kyle Anderson games before. I can confirm he is a real player, if not more of just a concept than a player. He he is more of a concept. A
0: no, Kyle Anderson's a bot.
1: <laughs> Kyle Anderson. Um, the other one we know is a real person, Tyus Jones. Right. They're not real. Which which right. I had to double check wasn't Trey Jones. Because I, <laughs> I
0: can't. I... <laughs> check because... it a Wade Jones. His name, is wade Jones.
1: That is a great reference that only three people listening to this will understand.
0: If you get that, you can knock on wood if you're with me.
1: Knock on wood, if knock. Oh, I'm I'm not ready. I'm still okay, knocking
0: on wood. I don't give a shit.
1: So, okay. No. So, so we, we actually talked about that story before you came on our a block was the, the Raiders president resigning, uh, or getting, um, retaliation fired, not resigning a bunch of people resigning. And then, um, I've said before, I'm not ready to break out dirty John Gruden yet. Like the statute of limitation has passed on it. It's okay to start making the jokes now. I just, I don't have the character developed yet Of because I can do a really good John Gruden impersonation. I'm just not ready to break out dirty John Gruden yet. The best mm-hmm. I can do is, um, Hey, I'll tell you what, man, what's the deal with all these women, man. <laughs> It's the best I can do right now with Dirty John Gruden. It's the deal okay. with all these women. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it is a work in progress, but I'm I'm not really working on it right now. I think I'm just going to let it die and just say I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm getting to it. I've. It's officially been one year since the Bo Burnham Netflix special came out, and I've still been saying I'm getting to it for a year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that means you're not getting to it. I think you're right. I'm getting to it. Life's busy, right? So, where do you see these series going? Let's let's do some mid-series
1: predictions. You've seen. Let's do some mid-series predictions, so we can be double wrong. Nice.
0: Yeah, because I didn't. I don't think I predicted series before, and if I did, I don't remember, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and no one's okay, going to so- hold me accountable because I don't give a shit.
1: Okay, so originally I said Philadelphia, Miami. I don't know shit. That was my original prediction. And then, no, you said um, Miami. No, I said Miami after I knew Joel Embiid was out the first two games. I said, yeah, there's even if Embiid comes back, they can't win four out of five against Miami. And then Miami proceeded to do all of that terrible shooting that I threw the stats in your face for. So who knows? Maybe Miami's going to F this up because they're basically the same team as last year, just with better health. It's true. And, but Struce is just Ola Duncan deeper. Robinson. Struce is just copycat Duncan Robinson, though. Anyways. Okay, uh, they've got so a, like, said, De-
0: no, they've got Oladipo they've got Lowry. They should be better,
1: shouldn't they? But Lowry's hurt and has six points in two games. <laughs> Lowry's a shell of himself. And Oladipo, yeah, Oladipo's the thing. He's but a Oladipo- shell.
0: Lowry is a big, thick shell.
1: <laughs> he is a big, thick shell. Okay, so there's that one. Um... God, I'm falling in love with Dallas so hard, and I hate that I'm doing it because I know it's a toxic organization, and we I know that. Luca's kind of an asshole. But man, I'm when Master Tespasian posted the photo of the Dallas Mavericks gun shooting at the sun. Oh, I was just like, damn, they can do this. They can pull the upset of upsets. Luca can have. I want Luca to have a 2007 LeBron or 2012 Kevin Durant run because. I know that had Luka stayed healthy last year, they would have beat the Clippers in the first round. They would have beat the Jazz in the second round. They probably would have lost in the conference finals to Phoenix, but it still would have been crazy if 22-year-old Luka Doncic carries Dallas to the conference finals. And so I guess I just want that run to happen this year. I don't want that for Dallas. <laughs> I don't want it for Dallas. I just want it for Luka because Luca's so special. And it'd be so fun for us to get invested in Luca over the next three years and then crap on him because he can't do it again.
0: But I, I don't want I don't I don't want nice things for Dallas. I've decided.
1: I, I'm in the same camp. I, I don't want nice things for Dallas because Dallas is a really toxic organization. And I mean just in any sport. <laughs> No, this is this Dallas. is just a general gr- this is just a general grief against Dallas. Not the not the the stance of the Dallas Mavericks getting the largest fine for workplace misconduct of any franchise until Dan Snyder. No, this is just generally against Dallas.
0: Yeah, just general.
1: Dallas Stars losing one nothing against the Flames. Sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like five hockey series that are two, two right now. I just haven't watched a single second of any of them. I wish I could, I wish I had time for hockey during the pandemic. And when I was a child, I wish I had more time for hockey. I just. Right.
0: So how are yeah. the ice
1: cats doing? Oh, did you not hear what happened? Oh, so, so the ice cats were losing 2 one.
0: and I haven't paid attention.
1: So the Ice Cats, well, first of all, the Ice Cats were down 2-1 in the series. They were losing 2-1 with five minutes to go, and then they scored a goal to go to overtime, and then they won in overtime. So it's 2-2 Ooh. now. Wow. Yeah. rah wow, wow, wow. um, <laughs> Yeah, all these series are close, and also it looks like the avalanche are going to sweep the Predators. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know how we were talking? I actually just looked it up. You know how we were talking about how tomorrow's must-watch basketball because it's... 2 2 yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, Dallas, and 2 2 Philadelphia, Miami. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow there are four game fives and every single series is 2 2. <laughs> it's wow. It's so there's six game fives with every series 2 2. And for people who don't know, if you win game two, that means 80% of, or sorry, if you win game five in a 2 2 series, 80% of the time you go on to win the series. So that means like five of the six series are going to finish tomorrow. Basically, you're going to know who's going to win five of the six series after tomorrow and someone's going to choke, probably the Maple Leafs, but someone's going to choke.
0: Yeah, it'll be the Panthers.
1: (laughs) I hope it's the Panthers for content's sake. I hope it's the Panthers Panthers
0: and the hate need to lose.
1: (laughs) I am on board with this. So anyways, I said originally that so i'm well, not no, bailing I, I, on my I'd,
0: even take, I'd even take the panthers winning if the heat lose
1: <laughs> you just you need them to either win the stanley cup or just lose in the first round that's what you're hoping for
0: yeah because i because panthers don't have a culture that i find annoying <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah at least they then, did then the again, right thing because
0: the they don't have a culture because it's not real
1: the heat are just a well-run organization there's no such thing as heat culture though uh that's just a Correct. fan thing
0: but if it's you can a fair keep thing by people who don't turn up to watch games, like fuck
1: yeah off. If, if you can keep farting out Kendrick Nuns and Duncan Robinsons and Max Struces and Caleb Martins, you you have a pretty good organization because you're good at developing prospects and finding value where the other dumbasses can't. So yeah, I'll give them credit there. But yeah, there's no such thing as Heat culture. Anyway, I'm still sticking with the Heat because okay. I, I well, even... I'm
0: going with the Sixes.
1: I I want to go with the Sixers. I just in the sake of analysis. If I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to be wrong once instead of wrong twice. Right. Well, I'm going with the Sixers because I like to be um, different. You should do that. Clap your hands, 76ers. I just realized they have an old timey anthem that they play after victories. And I'm like, I love these things, except the Eagles one. But I love the old timey songs that they play when they win. Go
0: Cubs, go. Go, that go, one's fine.
1: Go, go comes go! go is a banger.
0: It is a banger. Yeah. Is it going to play? Is it going to play today?
1: Uh oh, who do they play?
0: The Padres, Kyle. You should.
1: They <laughs> play my team. Oh fuck! Okay. They're playing right now. <laughs> Apparently, this is the best Padres start of my lifetime. I've only watched like three games this year. I just, I again, I, I don't see
0: how long it took me to mention the fact that we were playing each other right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's that's good to know. I'll go get my Tatis jersey real quick. Fill 30 seconds for me.
0: <laughs> <sava> <orldsflows> okay, that was boring. So, that wasn't even 30 seconds. Oh, he's back. They really yeah, are the I'm... most terrible colors in sport. <laughs>
1: it's really so are. good. It's so good. It's better than blue. It used to be dark blue. Everyone's dark blue. At least we're different.
0: Yeah, the that's... Cubs are the only team I follow that are blue. I don't like blue usually, as a rule. I don't yeah, wear a lot yet. of blue.
1: At least they're fun colors. Like, this is. Brown if and I'm gold, root... No, that's not fun. There's
0: nothing fun about that. It looks like.
1: About about maroon and gold. It looks it gold like he is... passed. There's no maroon here. This is just a shit brown. We have a shit brown it's, color.
0: It's wheeze and poos. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I've never We're seen li- anybody struggle to put a top on so much like Kyle is now.
1: <laughs> I can't find the other arm sleeve, okay? Honestly. There it is. It got it got, it got in and stuck and the inside out. It's okay. not happening. It, it right. got stuck inside out. Okay, it's not it, like it, a.
0: Lo- it's not even a long sleeve. Like it's it's a bare, barely a sleeve.
1: I know it's. I know it just. It got stuck inside out. Okay, Padres are losing three nothing. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, Cubs. Do we have to talk I'm about the around, Cubs?
0: I, I'm looking around for a Cubs something, and I can't find <laughs>
1: yeah that's the thing i'm gonna say if you're gonna suck at least have fun colors like minnesota timberwolves embrace the embrace the like neon loud green like it's part of the jersey but it's not the whole yeah do that color if you're gonna be terrible have fun colors if you're gonna be minor league baseball or minor league basketball or minor league football at least do fun colors do gimmicks give me something to be Be a savannah banana yeah even colors are I, fun is that,
0: is that how i'm supposed to say it because i yeah i would call it a savannah banana
1: <laughs> yeah no if you're if you're a red-blooded Floridian, it's the savannah bananas
0: i can't say savannah bananas
1: savannah bananas savannah bananas yeah, right. for people who don't know this thing is awesome. The Savannah Bananas are uh, an independent league team that just does yeah. all sorts of amazing gimmicks. They did Absolute the fucking dickily. Harlem Shake. It was so good, too. They, they had did that f- on fire. Yeah. So, so they're basically like the, what the Harlem Globetrotters do for basketball, is what the Savannah Bananas are doing for baseball. And it's so great. They had Jake Peavy pitch for them the other day. Jake Peavy won the Cy Young when I was five years old and they had him pitching in a Savannah banana. That was game. last
0: week, Kyle. That's not that exciting. <sighs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. What are you oh, doing for... Make age what-
0: joke. Shut make- up. Don't make-, don't make an age joke with me.
1: <laughs> How old were you in 2006?
0: Old enough. Old enough to be your mother. Shut up.
1: Technically true would not be uh, would not be recommended, but yes, you're correct.
0: Yeah, it wasn't recommended by my mother at that time.
1: <laughs> you would be no, in 2006 you would be my age now. Maybe. Yeah, because I'm oh, do you I, know? 20.
0: No, I was nineteen. How dare oh. you.
1: <laughs> Big difference. Uh, okay, so we got one series out of the way. Uh, Mavericks and Suns. I'm falling in love with the Mavericks team, even though I do think the Suns would be more fun to face the Bucks in a finals rematch.
0: I'm going for the Suns because I don't want the Mavericks to win.
1: Understandable. All right, so who else? Do, I mean, you can understandably have beef with the Cowboys. Actually, now that you mentioned that, that was a fun story that I kind of brushed past today. Did you see the um, the mayor of Dallas was like, if the NFL is going to do an expansion team, it should be in Dallas because Dallas is about to pass Chicago as the third largest Metro city in America. So they'd be the smallest city or the largest city that doesn't have two NFL teams. So they could sustain a Fort Worth or an Arlington or wherever Jerry world is and one in downtown Dallas, apparently.
0: Yeah. Jerry World's in Arlington. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I've walked on the ground. I've, i kicked an Australian rules football through the uprights. Wow!
1: Do you agree with Spencer Hall that the seats are larger than the average American stadium to account for those big booty Texas, uh, those big booty Texans with their heart problems and cholesterol?
0: Yeah. uh, They're really comfy seats. Um, Great views of the giant screen, which is actually like multiple millions of hundreds of little screens made up. So if one goes out, you don't even notice. Because it's not one big screen. It's multiple that's pretty tools. cool.
1: I would hope if one goes out that they adjust properly, but that is a nice little thing that they have yeah. there. That's one of the stadiums I feel like would be cool to see. That it one
0: cool. it was it was a cool tour to go on. I enjoyed it.
1: That one and um the new Atlanta stadium, I feel like would be really cool. No, I won't go there. No, why not?
0: No, not even if there's a fire. I'm not going
1: there. Oh, that's right, because you're a Saints fan. I forgot about that. <sighs> Charles even Barkley apparently. Charles Barkley apparently got breaking news on the air. Um, they Levitard show just reposted. Apparently, Charles Barkley during the halftime show of Grizzlies Warriors found out that Mike Brown was going to be the next head coach of the Sacramento Kings, even though it was announced like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That's if correct. anyone here know, if anyone here knows, I live in Sacramento and wants my aggressive Sacramento Kings takes. All I have for you is please trade for Duncan Robinson, and whatever we're gonna suck anyways. Who cares who the coach is? Okay, can we can we pick the next series, please? Uh, well, I, I was just gonna skip over Milwaukee Boston because why? You know i already know what you're gonna do and i already know what i'm gonna do so you're gonna the point? pick the
0: box and i'm gonna pick this up well because just because you know what we're gonna do doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it
1: all right fine
0: gonna i'm Let's... gonna say i'm gonna hype up my teams you're gonna shit on them that's what we do
1: <gasps> i'm gonna hype up my beloved point? Giannis, who everyone else is a hater on oh he's just boring <laughs> The man does Euro steps from the free throw line and dunks over six foot nine men. I don't understand any of you. Why do you treat him like he's Dirk Nowitzki? I like Dirk. (laughs) Yeah, but Dirk Nowitzki is not regarded as one of the NBA's all-time greats. He's Dirk Nowitzki.
0: Neither is Giannis.
1: Giannis I pick the Celtics. Giannis is one of the greatest basketball players of my lifetime.
0: It's great, no better than Kobe Bryant by your lifetime, Mike Ryan. I better was- than Kobe Bryant. <laughs> You're an idiot.
1: Better than Kobe Bryant. You're an idiot. I said it. How, it how, mean, am, how else am I supposed to judge it? I didn't watch any of the other people play. How else am I supposed to judge? That's the... why we
0: don't judge things by your lifetime. You ignorant. But what fool. else
1: am I? If I want to wade into the conversation, do I, I lie? And...
0: educate yourself? I, what, how else am I meant to say that World War One was bad if I wasn't there? Because I fucking read history.
1: Okay. But the problem is that the, the, the old people are rewriting the textbooks to tell me that Larry Bird was the greatest basketball player of all time.
0: Right. Well, don't listen to Bob Ryan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how am I supposed to judge Michael Jordan if I, I didn't live through it? Michael Jordan just benefited from how popular the NBA became in the 1990s. And because that's Look, when everyone else was
0: to water, I can't make it drink. Like, you can educate yourself. I have. A, I know history. I can't tell, you. I can't and tell the conc- you to think something, Kyle, but I could ask you if you'd like to.
1: The conclusion that I came to years ago was I simply cannot do these debates back and forth when I didn't watch half the players play. So the only acceptable way to do it is start from my memorable lifetime and go from there. That's the but best that's I can like do. four minutes. <laughs> yes, I know. It's only four generations of basketball and that's okay. It's the best I can do. It's better than the alternative, which is LeBron and Michael debates that I can't do because Michael Jordan, like I said, Michael Jordan benefited well, from seen, a popular. I've
0: seen Kobe Bryant shoot 40 points. But I haven't seen Giannis shoot 40 points. So, therefore, <laughs> Kobe's better than Giannis.
1: Giannis had 40 points tonight.
0: I don't care. I didn't see it live <laughs> with my own two eyes. And I saw Kobe live.
1: Giannis literally... Oh, he only had 34 tonight. He literally had 42 in the last game.
0: 34. How many did Al Horford have?
1: This is good. 30. But he did it on 14 shots, and Giannis did it on 32 shots. (gasps) Oh, wow. You say you haven't seen Giannis' average... You say you haven't watched Giannis score 40 points. Giannis literally averaged 37 points per game in the finals last year.
0: I meant live, Kyle. I saw Kobe live, so therefore Kobe greater than.
1: Okay, we're doing. Okay, so better than. I'm sorry, more accurate than the my lifetime demarcation is. Did Morgan watch you play in person?
0: Right in front of me, in front of my eyes.
1: that's the line of demarcation that we've created right. was was it done in front of morgan's yeah bucks although i will say i'm not confident in the bucks just because if the celtics play like a like they i mean not even like they did in the fourth quarter if the boston celtics just play average they can beat the milwaukee bucks like the milwaukee bucks problem is that so so the thing i pointed to in game 3 which they just barely won cuz i didn't watch the first like I didn't watch the first three quarters ish of, of game three, but when I I came in, it basically seemed like Boston doesn't really belong in this game. And yet they still might win. That was kind of the gist I got from the game. I don't know if you want to correct me on that, but that seemed to kind of be the gist of game three. It was like, Boston Boston should be losing this by a lot.
0: Then the Bucks are screwed.
1: If they, yes, that's true. If they just play average, to their average, they can still beat the Bucs because the Bucs thing was... So Giannis and Drew Holiday in that game had 65 points between the two of them. And they also took like 61% of the team's shots. So like Mm. their entire offense is on Giannis and Drew Holiday. And like Drew Holiday shot five for 22 in game four. So like not having Chris Middleton did make the problem that I thought was going to happen when I when the series started where I'm like I understand why Boston's a favorite like not having Chris Middleton really sucks for the Bucks. Yeah. It's not that there's a reason av- why
0: people have a number 2. That's not true holiday
1: Drew Chris Holiday Middleton, can do what Chris Middleton does, no, just not as consistently as no, Drew Chris as Middleton Chris Middleton, is Middleton does
0: it. More, much more important than people gave him credit. for. Oh
1: this. no, I'm not saying that like Drew Holiday is as good as Chris Middleton. It's just Drew Holiday can't do what Chris Middleton does all the time. He can only no. do it every now and then. And
0: he can, he can give you a Chris Middleton game, but he can't give you a Chris Middleton series.
1: Yes, that's a good way to phrase it. And also, like, the Bucs are better off. Like, in the finals last year, where I thought the finals kind of changed, was, like, they told Drew Holiday, don't worry about scoring. Just guard Chris Paul. Just put all of your energy into guarding Chris Paul. Like, that's what they'd rather have Drew, Drew Holiday do, is not have him have to be taking 25 shots a game. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. All right, so the Ticks win.
1: Uh. They can win. I'm, I mean, I'm going to stick with the Bucs because that's what I said originally, but I'm not going to be if Boston wins the series, I'm not going to be surprised. Boston. I was wrong about the Boston Celtics. We did this last week. I was wrong about the Boston Celtics. No, I, I
0: think every time I come back, you should tell me. Again. So it's OK. I was Thank wrong you. about the Boston it.
1: Celtics and also Bucks. And, and I was right.
0: And I was right. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. You're correct. I was wrong. It's all about it's like with Josh Allen. It's all about how wrong I'm going to be now. I'm already wrong. Just how wrong am I going to be? loud wrong i've already loud wrong let's just see how how wrong i'm going to get no, I've, ap- I've
0: appreciated you owning your wrongness and you have multiple times now and i fingers crossed that the celtics continue this run yeah to make i willing wrong. to admit
1: i'm wrong because i don't care it's really funny that i said josh allen was going to get replaced by dak prescott for the buffalo bills it's really funny that i said that in august of 2020 It's really funny that that's a thing that happened less than two years ago. And I I was wrong. Everyone was wrong about Josh Allen. I just took it to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I just took it to the extreme. I'm really hoping this happens with Daniel Jones, but I know it's not, but I'm really hoping it does. It would be really funny. And
0: I'm going to take the Warriors, obviously.
1: Yeah. Warriors are going to, Warriors might even win this game four. I mean, they've already cut it to four now, so they might even win game four. Before. I didn't know
0: they weren't winning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. You thought a team that's shooting two for 23 from the three-point line was still yeah, it was winning? Yeah, was still winning.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's how bad I think. <laughs> that's
1: how, how bad the Memphis Grizzlies are. That's totally understandable because, yeah. again. That's tra- how much I t- don't t-
0: think the Memphis Grizzlies deserve to be at this table. <laughs>
1: They don't know. It's it's like, the, I mean, again, I said the same thing about Dallas, and then Jalen Brunson made me eat my words. But no, I no was like, no,
0: honestly, five of the six teams deserve to be at this table or oh, whatever. Seven of the eight. How? Yeah, seven of the eight. And then there's those digging bats from Memphis.
1: Yeah, Memphis. But again, this is a hugely successful season for Memphis. It's the same way if Boston Absolutely. loses
0: yeah no, absolutely it's been a great series for them and a, and 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 a great year for minnesota as well and, yeah. I think I, and i like having them in here
1: but this is how shitty they're, they're teams done. who get generational talents get better like more often than not in order to get a generational talent you have to be at the top of the draft which usually means your team is ass so like you miss the playoffs. Then you make the play in and lose. Then you make the play in and beat the warriors and lose in the first round. Then you get to the second round of the playoffs. Then you get to the conference finals. This is how it works. Memphis. This is a hugely promising season for Memphis. And next year they might win the conference. They just might do it because Phoenix is going to get worse next year and warriors and the warriors will be pretty good. Um, Dallas will get better. It'll be Dallas and Memphis for the next five years because they're, well, no, and the Nuggets. Nuggets will be good next year, but you you might just win the conference next year. I'm not saying Memphis is that much worse than Denver with everyone healthy. It's doable. Everything just has to go right. You're also,
0: right. you just need 36 year old Al Horford to light it up.
1: Wouldn't that be great if they if they flip Al Horford? Who who would, who's the player on Memphis that Brad Stevens would most love? Is it Kyle Anderson? <laughs> Is Kyle Anderson, the guy he would want most on the on the Celtics.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, they're more they're than Stephen Adams.
0: Oh, not Stephen Adams. No,
1: no Stephen Adams. No New Zealanders. No New Zealanders on on your Boston Celtics. No. <laughs> It was such an Take Aaron note.
0: Baines back first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is Aaron Baines still hanging around somewhere? Aaron is he- Baines B- is still injured from Tokyo. Oh, dang. Let's see.
0: Didn't you read Aaron- the Brian Windhorst article about what happened to his back?
1: I, I did not.
0: He was injured at halftime in one of the games, never came back, ended up being stuck in Tokyo for months.
1: Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh.
0: It was terrifying. They thought he wouldn't walk again.
1: Oh, God, I did not know any of this. He slipped in the bathroom. Dear God. Oh,
0: not even, it wasn't even mid game. I think it was mid timeout. He had to run to the bathroom and slipped.
1: Dear God. Oh, my gosh. I did not know. Oh, I see the story that you're talking about the mysterious fall and and harrowing story of an NBA center.
0: Two of the players had to like pretend to be doctors so they could sneak into his room and present him his bronze medal.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's horrifying.
0: Yeah. So that's where Aaron Baines is.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay, that was a dark turn. I was gonna pivot to. I was. I was gonna pivot to the other. Um. No wait. We got all the series done. No, mm-hmm. I don't have. Wow. That is. Wow. No. If,
0: yeah. So if you haven't read the article, it's a really interesting read.
1: <laughs> I see it. I, I might read. It. I'm getting to it, but I see it now. I
0: see it, but I don't believe it. <laughs>
1: No, I see it now. Then nothing. An investigation was launched. There were two hooks on the wall for towels that looked like they could have caused the cuts. Maybe Baines had hit his head on the ground. The team of medical officials got him onto a stretcher. He was texting photos of his wounds to his agent, New York, keeping an eye on the end of the game, which the boomers had eked out by three points.
0: Yeah, it's a really long article.
1: Yeah, I, I've seen this. This is really freaky. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel like this should have been reported more.
0: Yeah, should have.
1: Probably should have. Let's well, see what happened. Wendy
0: got to it, but it never really got any airtime.
1: It's interesting. Wow, oh. Cubs are doing good.
0: <laughs> yeah, go Cubs, I mean, Not go. not on the
1: season. The Cubs are terrible. I saw no. the the quote from. um from what's his name uh Bugshambi. ESPN Bugshambi. uh Bugshambi was he's the broadcaster for the Cubs now he's like well the Cubs had the lead for an inning <laughs> he said that on the last broadcast he's like well the Cubs they had a lead for one inning that was against wow. the Dodgers though yeah it's going to it's it's going to happen sometimes but yeah no yeah. Cubs are Cubs are worse than the Pirates how did that happen shut up, shut up. I have one of the best teams in baseball, and I I haven't watched very much of it this year.
0: Uh, Well, they're not winning, so don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: I'll just scoreboard watch Memphis and Golden State now. Four for twenty-seven. Oh,
0: box score, Kyle's
1: here. Box score, Kyle's here. Uh, Yes, volume shooters. Those Golden State Warriors are. This is incredible that that both neither team has scored. Neither team has scored 60 points. They're almost done with the third quarter. This is absolutely ridiculous.
0: This is trash. What yeah, a Honestly.
1: If the Warriors lose this. This is like
0: after 60, rep Being a menthol.
1: You're bringing it today, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I would have ended it
1: there. I would have, but I, I had to ask you, are there any other uh, any other topics that Morgan's happy about that needs to talk about this week? Because you got your Cubs in, you got your Tyran Matthew in.
0: Hi, right, Matthew, Celtics, no. Ben Simmons nope. had back surgery, congratulations.
1: Congratulations, Ben. Four months, hope you'll be back.
0: Yeah, see you next Tuesday.
1: Disappointed. Disappointed that I didn't end it on the joke. Is this a good time to bring up Al Horford cucking you while you have sex? Uh,
0: uh, I'll be thinking about him later.
1: (laughs) The Al Horford cigarette. Thank you for listening to Believe.